everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Maddie. Hey, Jill. How are you? Good. How was Phoenix this weekend? It was good. Actually, the weather was like kind of cold, which I wasn't expecting because it's normally pretty warm there. Um, But other than that, it was good. Didn't, you know, just a relaxing weekend. Nothing super exciting. What about you? How was your weekend? Yeah, it was a little less relaxing as I feel like the um, fate of the world trade has been resting on the Suez Canal and all of the memes that are coming out of it of which I had to like review each one of them. So I've been really interested in the, um, the, the ship blockage there in the canal. And so it's a pretty big ship, right? I read it's the size of like the empire state building. It's just kind of blocking that main passageway. Yeah. It's like four football fields long and it got blown off course by like a gust of wind that, they said was, I've heard 50 to 70 kilometers, so like a bit of a range in what they're saying, but there's been like a wind warning in Calgary for two days with gusts up to like a hundred kilometers an hour. And I was like having a barbecue in that. So like, <laughs> it's kind of amazing that like this massive ship was blown off in like weather that I'm like, yeah, it's just a normal day. <laughs> like, just a breeze, a slight yeah. breeze. I mean, that's crazy to think about because they have like, I think upwards of 13,000 or 30,000 cargo containers on those ships. So you would think that, I mean, 50 kilometers per hour hour doesn't really seem that fast. Right? Like you'd think it would be heavy enough that it doesn't get blown off course. stabilize. Yeah. I don't know. Why is it moving so much? Apparently it's like a really difficult navigation area and like winds are quite a factor. But yeah, there's like all sorts of ships that are are blocked in and can't go anywhere. (laughs) And like their other option is like to go around Africa, which like there's pirates and... Oh, the pirates. Yeah. My only knowledge of pirates is from Johnny Depp, Pirates of the Caribbean. Or like Captain Phillips. Like I think it's more the Captain Phillips type of pirates than like the Johnny Depp kind of pirates. But yeah, like that's a... I mean, I'm sure like the time and cost and distance is probably their main concern. But like for me, it's the pirates. Oh, for sure. We can't have anything overtaken. I mean, what are people going to do without their packages? Well, and like there's like animals in some of the containers right like the car like livestock gets shipped pretty regularly yeah, I, guess I didn't think about that and then there's also like people on the well hopefully not in the containers hopefully they're like employees of the ship but like they only have so much food so yeah it's pretty dramatic and i but like a plus content for sure it's the like image of the like giant ship with the like little digger beside it <laughs> I saw one and it was like, it was like my COVID depression and anxiety was like the ship. And then it was like on the digger, it was like my daily walk outside. And it made me laugh. <laughs> Very relatable. I wonder how they're going to, because I, I assume, well, maybe another gust of wind will come blowing the other direction to kind of right the ship's way. I don't know. It's It's supposedly a full moon tonight. So they are hoping for some better tides, but... 
yeah, I think they are kind of stuck on on what to do with this ship. Um, pun not intended, but worked out. <laughs> that worked. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's been my week. Sounds exciting. Yeah, um, our listener Hannah and I have been exchanging quite a few TikTok videos on this <laughs> crisis <Like> now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> adult TikTok. Yes. Uh, yeah, my algorithm is really messed up at this point. <laughs> um, but otherwise, yeah, watching some sports has been a kind of a busy week there with some some NHL stuff going on, some some trade deadline things in, in the basketball world, and, and some news out of the NFL t- this week, too. I mean, I still can't get over Tim Peel. You know, I just don't understand how a ref in today's age knows he's mic'd up. I mean... Someone put that mic. I assume not. Just didn't secretly attach it to him. Like, well, it wasn't. It wasn't the mic. So background was Tim Peel was refing a game and got caught saying that he called a weak penalty on Nashville as an even up call. Um, but it wasn't the mic that the refs wear to announce penalties. It was like the broadcast mic because there's no fans in the stadium, so it's quiet. So some of the stuff they can capture on the microphone, this <laughs> happened to accidentally be one of them. Uh, it's just, if you're going to do that, why are you admitting it? <laughs> yeah, don't yell it. <laughs> well, that's the, like, for Tim Peel, like, he's for sure not the first ref who's done it or said it. Yeah. But your normal, like... The situation would be like a player who's disgruntled being like, this ref said he made a bad call. We're like, yeah, that's easily refutable. And now it's and now it's on tape. I also just yeah. don't understand why. I mean, Nashville, I, I've never really, you know, they've done well, but I haven't, you know, they're not really up there on top hated teams in the NHL. So like, why, why them of all teams? Is it the team you want to get an early penalty on? It makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, I think the team was irrelevant because I think it was, you know, just that's just the teams that happened to be playing. And he was just bored. <laughs> they Well, they'd already called a penalty on, I think they were playing, was it Dallas maybe? I can't even remember. Yeah, I can't playing, remember. But, I think Dallas. Um, but they, you know, they called a, a penalty on the opposition that, you know, in hindsight, he was like, oh, maybe that wasn't a great penalty. And so... You hear that lots and we've joked about it lots as like fans where you're like, oh, time for our even up call kind yeah. of thing. Like, you know, when something wasn't a high stick or wasn't tripping or something that, you know, in the speed of the game, you don't notice. But you don't admit it. You don't admit it. You don't say it out loud. <laughs> like, God. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so Tim Peel's been taken off any sort of active refing duty and um, I'm sure the rest of the the refs in the league are are being a little bit quieter with what they're saying to each other here now. <laughs> I mean, one would hope that lesson is learned. Yeah. We finally, I say finally as if it's a great thing, but it's not, saw COVID cancel games up north uh, in the, the NHL. So we had gone, yeah. you know, over half the season without – seeing any games canceled and and I know that you were calling 
for Calgary to be the first one. Yeah, I mean, well, Daryl Settler still hasn't learned to wear a mask properly. So, <laughs> And I think you said it, and then the day after, like, Montreal canceled their games. Yeah, it's, yeah, the COVID situation up, up in Canada has been interesting because so a couple Habs games were, were canceled because of some COVID exposure. And then they actually just announced um, a federal exemption yeah. to the quarantine rules for, for NHL players. So the trade deadline was really impacted where players coming from the U.S. would only have to quarantine for seven days instead of 14, which... That's hopefully going to make it exciting. Yeah. I mean, you saw the immediate impact of that already because Eric Stahl got traded to Montreal, yeah. um, which like, I mean, I don't know what if that was in the works either way, but I do know that like when Columbus and Winnipeg did their big trade with Line A and, and Dubois, yeah. they, they did comment on the challenge of 14 days in a hotel and like, mm-hmm. and not meeting your team and meeting your team and the mental health yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So this certainly will be interesting and, and gives a little bit more excitement to, um, the trade deadline, which is in a couple of weeks here. I know maybe we'll see Taylor Hall come back North. He, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's hoping to go anywhere other than, than Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo still, <laughs> since we last spoke about them, which I can't remember if that was last week or the week before, has not won a game. <laughs> yeah, well, they fired the coach at 12 games in a row, and now they're up to, I think, like 18, 19. Yeah, so the record is 30. The Jets. <laughs> so, yeah, the the first iteration of the Jets. Yeah. Um so they've got a ways to go, but yeah, it's it's not looking good. I don't know, you know, you look at their schedule and I know they're hoping for like a New Jersey game or something, but it's not looking good for when that win's going to happen for them. I mean, they took two to overtime and then uh, obviously lost them both, but that's got to be pretty disheartening. Like you're just that, that close to getting that first win out of that slump and no thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we talked about this before, but like, I feel bad for any of the players that have to like go to Buffalo, yeah. like at least the ones who are leaving or like getting to escape. Sweet freedom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like imagine you're on like year one of like a six year deal and they're like, bye, you're going to Buffalo. And you're like, no, <laughs> they quit hockey. <laughs> That's going to be pretty brutal. I quit hockey. <laughs> <laughs> My life passion. I'm done with it. I can't deal with Buffalo. (laughs) We also saw the trade deadline come and go in the NBA this week. It was kind of like the, I mean, I feel like the biggest news for, well, in in Canada was like what didn't happen at the trade deadline versus what what did. Yeah. So Kyle Lowry stayed in in Toronto slash Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. And, but they did trade Norman Powell, which was, it was actually, I just was watching the, the Toronto, um, he was traded to Portland and they were playing each other tonight and he just lined up on the wrong side of the court, forgetting <laughs> that he no longer plays for Toronto. So I guess he didn't score on his own team. So that's a bonus, but like, <laughs> true, yeah, I felt like it made him more relatable. Cause I was like, Oh, that would be me. Like I, when I was playing sports, like growing up, I would always struggle if I didn't start the game. So I'm like, wait, which direction am I going here? Like I needed to start facing the goalie. I mean, and he started the game and still messed it up. That's going to be hard. Like your first game post-trade is against like your old team. So I get it being confusing. Yeah, I don't think it was first game, but 
first first couple games. Yeah. So cool. you're still getting used to it, okay? The jersey might not fit the same. I'm still confused. Totally. <laughs> but yeah, um, interesting for Lowry because he's obviously going to go into free agency in the in the summer. So I think you know a lot of fans were kind of upset that you're now not going to get anything for him where like if you traded him before you would have got something. And I thought he came out and said like, he wants to end his career in Toronto. He wants to retire as a Raptor. Oh, so he wants one of those things (laughs) where he leaves and they bring him back. Yeah. Like he literally said he would sign. He said he would sign like a one day contract kind of thing to retire as a Raptor. Okay. Because I mean, he's been here for so long. So they're anticipating losing him. Yeah, like I mean, I think that's the decision for the team and for him is is most likely. But yeah, to to allow him to walk for for nothing definitely is a big loss there for sure. That's always rough, and I mean, we talked about it with Aginla. Like we had the same situation where it was like you trade him, or you know he you know he deserves to like be on a better team we traded him. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of different because like Lowry has won a championship and they're still competitive. They, they, I mean, they had a bit of a rough losing streak for a while there, but they're not like bottom of the barrel kind of thing. But, um, you know, I think they're at the state where they're, they've lost some of their star players from the championship and they need to kind of rebuild a little bit. And he's 35, which is like old in basketball years. Yeah, old in basketball. I don't want to say old in real life because, like, <laughs> we're we're all approaching it quickly. Here. <laughs> so you know, you're you're trying to add the the youth in, and you've got like some of the players like Van Vliet and and um, you know they're the the up and coming of your team kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. I guess it'll be interesting to see who he signs with uh, in the off season. Yeah, for sure. Watching that, and then in other off-season news, the NFL made a kind of big announcement here this week yeah. about their schedule for next season. So 17 games. Every team will play 17 yeah. games versus the 16 that they normally play. Which... Yes, they've been playing 16 games since like 1970s. And now they're adding another one. Yeah. Which is like, that's hard. That's hard on players. Yeah. The question that I was wondering was like around your financial thing. Like I know they're not paid per game, they're paid like yeah. per season. But like if you have to work more in the season, like <laughs> they're definitely not going to be paid more. No, but it's like that's such a weird thing. Like yeah. I wonder, I mean, I haven't really looked into why this decision was made. Um it just see it bothers me because it's not an even number and I don't like that. <laughs> like why why 17? Well, then every team also gets a bye week, right? So there'd be 18 weeks. Oh, okay. Okay, so we have even weeks. Fine. Yeah, cuz normally it's been week 17 yeah. is the the last week of the season. So that should help your even number. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Maddie likes even numbers. Well, I mean, it just seems weird, you know? I don't know. To me, that seems like 17 seems like a weird number of games to yeah. play. Did you hear if they're adding it to the beginning of the season or the end of the season? No, I didn't hear. Let me see. Let me see if, um, you know, Google can tell me. I mean, not that it really matters, I guess, but I always used to... I used to like go on vacation around week 17. And so sometimes <laughs> my vacation would be 
like before or like it would be after the last weekend and I'd be like oh man there's no game to see so it would be kind of nice if it was at the end of the season to prevent that situation that's purely selfish reasons do you push the like the Super Bowl is always that first weekend in February so then do you push it yeah it doesn't say it doesn't look like any article says you know when it would be added I mean, it probably makes most sense from like a weather perspective to have at it the at the start because, yeah. you know, no one wants to be in outside in Wisconsin in, in January, but... <laughs> really? Um, you don't? <laughs> the frozen tundra. <laughs> and I've heard their seats. I mean, I haven't been to that stadium, but I've heard their seats are like bleachers, like the metal bleachers. Yeah. So you have to bring... Yeah. like blankets that's a lot of stadiums though in like as you get higher like in the second bowl it's pretty common but i think this is for everybody no the lower ones are definitely chairs but but um but plastic chairs like you're not they're not they're not any warmer (laughs) by any means i had only heard people from wisconsin complain about it so i assumed it was just like a green bay thing um yeah you know, it's funny though, because I've sat on those bleacher seats when it's like, like I sat on when the Chargers played in San Diego and it was like the hottest game they'd ever played. I think it was like 113 degrees on like field level. And I was on, yeah, exactly. And I was like, <laughs> I can't sit down. Like my, like, and I'm, you know, you're obviously in shorts cause it's so right. hot. And I'm like, I've just scalded my legs. I'm pretty sure like I have like permanent burn marks of those like ridges from the the seats (laughs) so (laughs) i'm very particular about what temperature i want to sit on those i know it has to be like a mild 75 to 80 perhaps with with some cloud coverage cloud coverage or like you're partly on the shade side (laughs) of the stadium (laughs) i know well like can you just upgrade we're paying enough money to come see this team like, give me some better seats, please. I was wondering if that was the reason for the 17th game. Like, is are they trying to get gate revenue? Well, I was I was going to say, do they need to make up for, like, the significant amount of revenue that they've lost um, last year? I actually read an article about how much the, like, teams lost in, in revenues this season. And, like, I can't remember all of the teams, but, like, the Cowboys were, like, the number one. And it was, like, something like $600 million in revenue that they lost by not being able to have fans for this season. Doesn't surprise me. I mean, their stadium is huge. And those tickets, like, they sell them for and, – and I think Dallas even allowed people in the stadium. But, like, if you've ever been to Dallas, I'm pretty sure it's the parking that they're losing the money <laughs> True. on. True. Because, like, I've <laughs> never seen a parking cost as high as it was in Dallas. <laughs> so uh, maybe that's why they decided to push through with it. And maybe, you know, they'll give it a go for, like, two seasons and then realize it's not – you know, they, they've yeah. secretly recouped all of their costs and then just cut it back <laughs> down to 16 games. But it seems like an interesting decision to make. And it sounds like yeah. some players are not very happy about it. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I think it's going to be hard to go back the other way and unless like the, the players, you know, in the next um, CBA or whatever, like that they're negotiating, negotiated to go back down. Because, yeah. yeah, like, I mean, adding an extra week, like Tom Brady's like... <laughs> 75 years old. We shouldn't be concerned about Tom Brady. We need to be concerned about these young guns coming out. 
<laughs> Tom Brady's on a strict <laughs> diet regimen, okay? He probably has <laughs> the inner health of like a 21-year-old. <laughs> Okay, well, Gronk definitely is not on that same regimen. He's making up for everything Tom Brady's not eating. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure, like, Bud Light is not, like, the longevity, like, cure for for Gronk Uh, to play an extra week. Rob Gronkowski and his girlfriend, Camille Kostic, um, just got a little French bulldog, and his name is Ralphie, and it is my favorite thing. Because I think he's, I mean, he's a regular sized French bulldog, but like in Gronk's hand, he basically looks like a tiny, you know, stuffed animal. <laughs> it's like, you should have gotten the bigger dog, perhaps. I think this this is not a size matchup. Yeah, perhaps. Um, any other sports news before we jump into the pop culture side of things? No, I think we covered everything that happened this week. Right. Well, what was your your favorite news story in the in the pop culture world here? That Meghan Markle lied again. <laughs> Girl cannot be trusted. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, you knew something was going to come out of that interview with Oprah. Did I think it was going to be that they didn't get married three days ahead of time? No, I didn't. But. It does set some interesting questions adrift of what else I believe that you told us. I mean, it was like, it, it wasn't even a fact that you needed to tell us in the interview. Like Oprah didn't even ask you about it. So you could have just stayed no. quiet and no one would have ever known. And now you're just going to get ripped apart because you didn't well, tell the nothing truth. nothing you say is believable. Yeah. yeah. Like you could have been like, you know, we really wanted to have this private moment we looked into getting married ahead of time. We couldn't do that. So we just like, you know, took an hour and like set our vows to each other and like, perfect. Like that sounds like that's what happened. You didn't need to be like calling the, like the archbishop into the thing. Like, what did you think he was going to lie for you? Like he's got a direct (laughs) phone call to Jesus. Like he's not, he's not lying. Sky daddy is listening to him. (laughs) (laughs) But, and then, she made another comment, like she passed by that they, oh, you know, we got married three days before. Um, and then she's like, yeah, the photos or whatever, the the things from our wedding that we have framed in our bedroom aren't even from like the the big day that everyone saw. They're from this fake ceremony. So it's like, what did you have framed? I don't even know. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> Tell me more because... I don't know. It just, why did she do this? I mean, at least like, you know, Prince Harry now has a job. He's no longer a drain on society. (laughs) And he no longer has to rely on Tyler Perry for his security. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, how much is, I mean, how much is he making? I don't really know what you like. If you were like looking at someone's resume, you'd be like, hmm, former jobs, none. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What's your starting salary expectation? Former job, Prince yeah. of England. Starting salary, $4 million. What's minimum wage in California these days? I have no clue, to be honest, but <laughs> he definitely needs, his security definitely costs more than minimum wage, so. Yeah. I mean, life, life's rough for, for them. They've They've been really struggling. You know, she didn't. <laughs> She obviously didn't save any money from her time on on suits there. So, and as briefcase girl, 
and deal or no deal. I mean, she was raking in the big bucks for that one. <laughs> well, she did only have like the $5 briefcase. So maybe they were paid like based off what they were holding. <laughs> they hold. And it's like, ooh, it's your lucky day. You get the $10,000 one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they were so like excited looking when they opened it for the person. <laughs> like they're not that good of actresses. <laughs> no, they're definitely not. <laughs> Um, well, he got a job, I think, at a tech startup, right? Yeah. Is the job a communications job? I forget what it is, his job title. It's some sort of, like, executive within that. Yeah, and, and he's in the C-suite, I think. Yeah, it's a startup. So, like, there could be three people. They could all be executives. I don't know. I didn't go and, like, looked at his LinkedIn profile or anything like that. Oh, but I wonder if he starts a LinkedIn profile. <laughs> oh, chief impact officer. Chief impact officer. So I assume like, I assume he is doing like I don't know. Well, I think the tech company had some sort of like philanthropic yeah. like oh. tie to it, right? Is going to work for the unicorn employee coaching and mental health startup. So Okay, so it's around like the mental health side of things that they yeah. are passionate about. And I mean, like, he sounds like a great person to be employed by that because like when his wife came to him with this mental health crisis, like he's like, come to the opera with me. Yeah. He did force her to go to several parties. Like, I think he like can really teach us from experience what not to do. Right. He said, this is his quote on it in an emailed response, by the way, as to why he's taking a job. Did no one else watch the Oprah interview? He has to pay for his family security. God. But you know what? Though, his like, Netflix deal isn't going to pay for everything. It's good, though, because like his brother had a really big week this week, like getting crowned like sexiest bald man. <laughs> so, like, Harry had to compete somehow. So like he got a job. Who knew that was a title? I, I mean, there is a lot of uproar for it and, and rightfully so. <laughs> And who wants that title? I mean, no, thank you. Well, I think it depends on like your bald style. Like, are you like, okay. like, um, balding or are you like hairless by choice situation kind of thing? Oh, like you shaved your head. Yeah. Like, I, I would like to know the voting and who else was nominated in the category of sexiest bald man. Yeah. I don't know who was nominated, but I did see several people pipe up that they were disappointed that like they didn't win, like The Rock, for example. Um, oh, I mean, 100% or Vin Diesel. I yeah, mean, like two way better options. Yeah. So like there was a few of those where I'm like, okay, like, I mean, William is going to be king. So like maybe the like prestige yeah. and like. But The Rock was in Moana. So. <laughs> so 601 half a dozen of the other. <laughs> I mean, have you seen the videos of when he tries to sing, his daughter refuses to believe that he is in Moana. And he even sings the songs and she's like, no, that's not you. I haven't seen those videos, but like Moana, I think, was animated, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Wow. And he plays like Maui, the god. Okay. But um, yeah, anyways, there. I get why he was picked. Like he's going to be king. Yeah. But... There were better options. Yeah. I feel like someone probably was like, mm, like, let's just run a search for like bald guys. And he happened to come up first. And they were like, eh, <laughs> famous job's <bald> done. <laughs> yeah. 
probably whoever like Harry's replacing in, in the job. Like that's who is like responsible for that search situation. For sure. In, in some sad news in pop culture, Chrissy Teigen has stepped back from Twitter, which is where she gained, you know, her fame. Yeah. I mean, she kind of had some, some interesting perspectives on it over the year, but I think she kind of got to the point where some of the criticisms and critiques and trolls and just negative constantly, you know, against whatever she's saying or doing, like, sounds like it kind of wore on her, but... Um, but she is still keeping her social media. Like she's still active on Instagram and everything like that. So yeah, which I, I mean, I would be very upset if she was cutting everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she needs to promote her new um, Chris Jenner collab cleaning products somehow. So like she can't Wait, quit. I did not know that that was a thing. <laughs> oh yeah. They've, they've come up with a um, like, ec- like earth friendly plant based cleaning uh, company and so her and Chris Jenner, I just saw like a little skit of them trying to like come up with like a jingle for the for the product. And I'm then surprised Chris like Jenner's and- allowed to collaborate with anyone outside of the family. Well, I think they've always been close, right? Like you've always seen you've seen pictures before of like yeah. Chrissy and John with Kim and Kanye, and but yeah, I guess they they, I mean. Chris is losing like any revenue on like Kanye deals now. So like she needed to very true to get that 10% somewhere. So <laughs> just pick it up. So, somehow she needs to get her hands on some additional revenue. Yes. But yeah, I was sad to see her go because I think, I mean, she was a model before, but I think she kind of gained a lot of her notoriety on Twitter and, you know, she, made some pretty funny comments and you know she's she's not afraid to make fun of herself which I appreciate yeah and you know doesn't think that she's the best thing that's walked the earth uh she had had a pretty good rivalry with um Donald Trump on Twitter and I think that's how like her her account really exploded there was when she got blocked by by him yeah and then she was the only person outside of like the cabinet that Joe Biden followed And then I think she had to ask him to unfollow her because she was getting like a lot of hate. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's big, big news. Um, I I don't know. Who knows if it'll be forever. She'll, she'll rejoin at some point. So maybe she'll make a comeback. Something, something will trigger her to go on a Twitter rant. Yeah. I can't wait to see what it is. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, maybe it will be this news um, about Brooklyn Beckham, because like, if anything you're going to do a Twitter rant about, I feel like that's a good one. <laughs> Are you talking about the wisdom tooth ne- necklace? Yeah, that him and his like fiance have like gold-plated each other's wisdom teeth and now wear them as necklaces. That is just so... Okay, it reminds me a lot of... I think it's Angelina Jolie... And Billy Bob Thornton used to wear vials each other's blood around their neck. So I guess this is slightly better than that. <laughs> a step up, perhaps. I don't know. Like, I don't think keeping my wisdom teeth was an option when I got mine out. I don't no, really. Aren't they like shattered? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, mine were like not through the gums, but like, I didn't think they were yeah. in a situation where you could really do much with them so 
Um, Another great question is like, did they both just have them taken out or did they take them out and save them for this special moment with their significant other in the future? They're like, you know what would be a great idea? I'll save my wisdom teeth <laughs> to make a necklace one day. I can just imagine like Brooklyn like going home and be like, hey, Posh Spice, like, do you have a wisdom teeth somewhere? Like, <laughs> I need to gift it to my fiance. <laughs> I have so much money. I just want to like cover them in gold and then wear it's them so around gross. my neck. <laughs> like, I don't want to wear someone's tooth around my neck, okay? <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so that's what I would expect Chrissy Teigen to come back and, and rant about on Twitter, because I thought that was weird, <laughs> to say the least. I mean, it's more than weird, but we'll give it a pass, I guess. I don't know. Your parents seem so cool. Like, your dad is David Becca. Right? And you're gifting wisdom to you. Yeah. I just, like, this is a path I don't want to go down. Also, like... If someone gave you wisdom teeth, I'd be like, buy me a real gift. Like, <laughs> this does not count. <laughs> like this rotting tooth yeah. that had to be removed from your mouth. Be like, I'm sorry. Like, did is this what you got me instead of my birthday gift this year? Because like, not okay. Or imagine just like coming home with your significant other and being like, you know what I think is a great idea? <laughs> we should get our wisdom teeth removed. And gold plate them and wear each other's right. as a symbol of our our love. If my, you know, as if the engagement ring I gave you wasn't enough. Yeah. And like, as if like the wisdom teeth doesn't like um, portray this like removable thing out of your body. Like, I don't <laughs> like, it's not like it's something that's like important. It's like, like evolution has determined them to be like useless and unnecessary useless. and like. <laughs> <laughs> and actually dangerous if you can if you keep them and and I just don't really see the like natural translation of that to to love to like this undying love yes but you know that there's like definitely going to be a spike in teenage girls <laughs> who are getting their wisdom teeth removed and like saving them for you know their next serious relationship <laughs> can we just go back to like the people filming themselves like coming out of the like <laughs> anesthetic from their wisdom teeth removal because like that was more <laughs> like, enjoyable more of that. Yeah. like when taylor swift was like on camera like oh yeah that was so good yes <laughs> So, and like a great segue to the next topic, because did you hear her right. new song this week? I did. And I love Marin Morris. I thought it was great. Do you think that all of the vault songs are going to have like a, a collab? I hope so. Yeah. One can dream. <laughs> Do you think there's any anyone that you like are expecting or hope for? Like who's your dream collab on some of them? <laughs> well, I know we discussed this already. But, like, a Harry Styles collaboration would be something else. Yeah. Like, perhaps on a, on a 1989 hidden track. <laughs> He's just backup vocals on, like, the Out of the Woods Taylor's version. <laughs> or, like, what about a John Mayer Taylor Swift collab? Oh, my gosh. Does Jake Gyllenhaal sing? Could he be one? <laughs> I would like to see, and my assumption is it's going to be people that she toured with in the past, because she typically would bring, you know, someone relatively famous on stage. Yeah, almost every night, except for the nights we went to see her. 
not bitter about that. It's interesting because like her her version of backing vocals is like very not prominent singing, right? Like like when mm-hmm. she does her her duets with people, like it's there's definitely you can hear both parts and there's like distinct sections. But like when she's had the backing vocals, like Marin Morris and and like Dixie yeah. Chip on the um um the lovers album and oh dixie chicks were non-existent like you, on you can't really song. hear them and like in in mary morris i can like kind of tell because like her range is so much different than taylor's that you can kind of hear that like different harmony levels but um yeah like i don't know anytime it says like featuring um or like background vocals like i'm like no like i can't hear them so <laughs> right is there a collab you want to hear um, well, I've heard, like, I don't, like, I'm trying to think of, like, in the Speak Now era, like, what would be, like, who would it be? I'm sure there pro- would be things, like, it'd be cool if there was, like, a collab with, like, Tim McGraw on her, like, debut album or oh, something like that, right? Or something. They sing Tim McGraw. Yeah, like. <laughs> what um, a dream. Something like that. But, yeah, I don't know. It would, I mean, I just look forward to any. I Taylor think she songs, will though. have more. I don't know if all of them, the new songs will be collabs, but she'll for sure have more. Yeah, I would expect so too. So, but yeah, it is, um, that comes out like the ninth. So we should hear it. Well, per, <laughs> per the conspiracy theorists. No, I thought she announced that the album was being released on the ninth of April. Oh, she finally did. I th- maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've seen too many conspiracies, no. but I thought <laughs> Let me I thought look. she had said April 9th. It was was when it was getting dropped because it's like in my it's in my iTunes already. Yeah, she. Okay, I'm looking, looking, looking because I know it was. You know that's what came out after she released that letter. Because if all, you add all the capitalized things, it says. It said April 9th in the in the letter. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking to see if she's actually stated when it comes out. Yeah, I don't think she's stated. Well, Maybe. I mean, something is happening on April 9th, so. so something big. <laughs> I will state you in excitement. <laughs> You're going to be so, so upset if it's not the album. <laughs> she's I, like, I mean, what could it be that I would be upset about? Like, You're, you're evermore. <laughs> Vinyl is pushed back longer. Right. I mean, it's supposed to be coming at the end of May, so. Maybe they're coming from the Suez Canal, and that's why. <laughs> she does sing. I mean, the Evermore and and Evergreen is the name of the company, and that is referenced in the album. Yeah. Like, she know, like, the girl can plant an Easter egg, let me tell you. I know. <laughs> I know. And it frustrates me because I don't have enough time to figure them all out. I know. I just rely so on. I have to rely on other people. Yeah. Mostly like, TikTok. Can you tell be me. trusted? <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah. I think that's I think that's all of the big scoops that we were going to talk about this week. I know we want to talk about the Demi Lovato documentary, but it, it's only partly out. I think the last yeah. um, episode is being released on, on Tuesday, so we'll probably cover it in the next week's episode. Um, yeah. Lots to talk about there. Yeah. But anything else you want to to chat about before we sign off? Nothing else. All right. Well, if you have any uh, dream collabs for Taylor, let us know. (laughs) Um, But otherwise, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Bye, Jill. Bye. 
Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.